right. So it is January 6th, 2021. Right? That's the date. That's today's date. <sighs> On this date, we have just witnessed a coup being attempted, demonstrated, occurred on our United States Capitol. Um, pretty much a bunch of individuals who are showcasing, they indicate that they're pro-Trump, indicating that they're far right, take the actions needed to step onto the property of the U.S. Capitol and essentially just walk right in. In that event, uh, folks who were legislators a part of Congress with sitting within that space, uh, fear for their lives. Individuals uh, were barricaded and fleeing for safety as individuals were busting down windows, taking things, and essentially inserting themselves into this location because of this sense of entitlement or feeling like that uh, wrongfully because of the actions of the election helped them to feel like they're wrongfully uh, or, or situation, whatever, what have you. A woman died today because she was shot in the chest. I think I saw some about 15 people being arrested. Pictures are flying left and right of essentially something that looks out of a movie. Um, I saw a tweet of somebody saying it looks like something out of the Dark Knight Rises. It's tiring. I mean, this is like this this date, this this today is coming after the event of uh, the um, state of Wisconsin not indicting the police officer who shot James Blake in the back seven times, citing for self defense. That's what the police officer said. The homeboy's paralyzed for life. <sighs> Kids are traumatized by that situation. Today, however, what's going on? <laughs> what is really happening here? And and the surprising nature of it is, is sad, but it's not, you know, I'm not surprised. Unfortunately, as you see, if you scroll on any social media platform, you will see the same sentiment. Black folks ain't surprised. This has been conjured up for the last four to five years uh, and more particularly within the last couple of months based upon the rhetoric that was utilized by the, the leader of our nation, the rhetoric utilized to incite wrongful doing, wrongful actions being done based upon an election that, and, and, a, and a system and, a, and a, uh, the way in which we activate our societal systems, governmental systems, not falling in line with this one particular individual. What strikes me as, what, what pains me, is that this, again, this is something that's been continuing, especially since the other ways to demonstrate your distaste or demonstrate your uh, disagreements were seen as distasteful, were seen as... Uh, you know, the wrong way of doing it. Taking a knee is wrong. Doing a sit-in is wrong. Looting is wrong. Okay. 
fit into the square peg to figure out exactly how in which we express our voices to the things that we are oppressed by, you know, black folks dying in the streets for as an example. But yet today was an okay thing to do. And I I've seen a lot of folks who are saying, you know, we don't condone the violence that's occurring on this day, but okay. But what about the reason why this violence occurred? Are we good with that? Are we good with the rhetoric that's been utilized to incite this type of action and this rage or this feeling to waltz into a space thinking as yours and take things without any repercussions? Are we okay with that? Similar, similar to the vibe and the feeling of being okay with, uh, you know, we look at the, the looting and the rioting that's occurred in the you know, in Missouri and LA and Portland, things of that nature. And I know there's a lot of the topical viewpoint of these, of these events, seeing them as we're not okay with the violence. We're not okay with the rioting. We're not okay with the, with the actions that are occurring by the people on the day. Cool. Why is that happening? Well, folks who are protesting or who have been protesting in these set areas uh, prior to today was more so frustrated that Black lives were dying. (laughs) Death was occurring in the streets and nobody seemed to care or condemn it. Or at least the voices that we wanted to have say that weren't showcasing that. And even the allyship that were showing that black lives mattered, that black lives have value in this earth, that people's lives have value in this earth may have done some performative actions to a lot to show that they're on that side. Now, I do recognize that sometimes the performative nature of activism does mean, hopefully, that they're on the right track. <laughs> There's an acknowledgement that, hey, something is wrong here, and I want to be on the right side of this, the correct side of this. That shouldn't stop there. Continue to keep doing the work, dive deeper, actually do some systemic changes and policy changes and allowing more voices to be included into that space so that what you're performative, what you're performing is true to your nature, true to the, to the actions. That's that box. Back to today. Okay. Folks are looting and rioting at the Capitol. Don't condemn that. That's don't condemn the violence that's happening. Okay. What's happening underneath that? Why are folks doing that? There is a sentiment that the presidential election was take was being taken away by the by Donald Trump and the way in which the system has worked in order to put Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in place in the upcoming in, in you know to be incumbent president and vice president respectfully required that they the the people cheated. <laughs> Somebody cheated. So because somebody cheated, we need to talk about we need to we need to talk about that people are cheated. We need to talk about the people who did who did quote unquote cheat as demeaning, demoralizing individuals that should be removed or drained from the swamp. Remember that rhetoric? And because of that, and now that we've seen the action and the result of that, it's time to rise up from your stand back and stay ready, stay, uh, stay back and stay ready order that was given, right? So what could we do? 
to move away from the initial, the topical, the surface level situations that we see, see them, right? We acknowledge that they're there, but find a way to dive deeper to the root of what is it that got us to this point. And if we're able to do the analysis and dive deeper into the, the order and events in which that got that led us to this boiling uh, situation, water over the pot, fire and brimstone, fire on dump in the dumpster act that makes everybody uncomfortable. Like nobody wants to watch CNN or scroll through their social media and see this uncomfortable thing. I get it. But are we willing to do the analysis to dive deeper to understand what it is that got us to this point? and then map what went wrong, circle it 12 times, and have a conversation and say, how do we not do this anymore? Like, how do we, we see, we see the turning point right here at step seven, section B. <laughs> this language was utilized that then sparked this whole continuum that led us to the situation, right? How do we talk about that? How do we get to the point to where we can sit down and say, let's not, let's analyze and not do this again, and then create preventative measures to look at certain, you know, looking at history and looking at certain situations and say, okay, we're noticing a pattern. Whenever we get to this point, hell breaks loose. What's the safeguards and safe and, and guardrails that we're going to do in order to not make shit go to happen, not let it get to that point? Who is willing to, oh, no, no. People are willing to step up and do that, but I feel like there's not many people willing to listen because it, it doesn't become real until it gets real. <laughs> it doesn't become real to somebody who may not necessarily understand the ways in which in nature or feel like the, 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 the power, the position that, that some folks currently sit in uh, ex excludes them from even engaging and entering into or seeing the problem at hand, seeing getting to the root cause of it. Because I, I get it, I understand. Sometimes, you know, people would, you know, I think about the Lorax, all right? I think about the Lorax. I, you know, I got two young kids. We, we read the Lorax like 100 times at the beginning of quarantine. And I think about the Lorax, the homeboy in the Lorax, the man who, the little, the little thing who spoke to the trees, talked to the Wanstler and said, yo, the actions that you're doing is messing up the ecosystem <laughs> we get this beautiful land we get this beautiful place but yet your desire to build these needs that everybody needs <laughs> capitalism environmental environmentalists all this kind of stuff right <laughs> if you, you're trying to build these things out of these natural resources thinking that this is what people need to you know to continue your business of wealth but yet your actions the result that you're doing is detriment to the environment and the people who live within it and the homeboy was like, yo, I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? I'm making money. I'm doing my thing. I got my position. I'm making money. I, I, I. Until the last tree gets struck down, all the animals leave. The, the Lorax picks himself by his butt and flies into the open hole in, in the polluted sky, right? I wonder what would have happened if... The onceler who stepped into this beautiful land and saw all these trees and was like, yo, these trees are dope. I can make some money off of these trees. Make a need a need for everybody, what everybody needs, right? I can make one of these things. He chops one tree down, uh, the Lorax comes through, and Lorax said, Yo, 
I speak for the trees. They don't like these, <laughs> these things. Look at the barber loot suits. You know, look at all these people. Look at what you're doing. If you, if you do this, that will set off a chain reaction that will then eventually pollute the earth. If the one slur listened after the first tree cutting, how would that have changed the story? How would that have changed the directory of maybe the one What could the one have done differently, right? One could have done this. He could have been like, oh, my bad. I didn't realize this was your home. I didn't realize how much you truly valued these trees, what they do to you, what they do to the environment, what they do to the other beings. How about this? I won't cut down your trees. I get it. Do your thing. I'm going to keep going. All right? Option number one. Option number two. Yo, I'm sorry. I cut down your tree. You know, I had this idea, I had this thing of creating these needs that everybody needs, but yet I recognize the impact that it does for you and your community. So what would it look like for us to partner together to advance this business opportunity while still supporting the community, right? Option number three. Option number two. Option number three, is what the book continues, what Dr. Seuss was trying to illustrate, <laughs> is what we just talked about. If we were to flip the script and look at what's going on in today's society, we look at this current situation and we've gotten to the point now where it, the world is polluted. It's been polluted, but for the sake of the story, the world is polluted. Hell is breaking loose. Everybody's going crazy. People are storming the capitals. People are pissed off. Social media is going haywire. You, you get it, right? If we were to track this back to the beginning of the presidency or, you know, slavery, <laughs> biblical times, early times, whatever. But in the modern age, if we were to take the opportunity to look back into that time and say, hey, yo, we have these voices who are speaking up and saying these oppressive things that are being done by the people in power are hurting the oppressed. They're hurting the vulnerable, hurting the marginalized. Those people in power will have the ability to sit back and look and say, yo, I get it. I see that. I was not aware. Now that I know, I, my apologies. Let me move on, right? Let's do something different. Or, mom, sorry, what can we do to make this a, a mutual collective engagement for both of us? What's your goals? What's my goals? How do we find common ground? Let's move forward. Or option three is what we see today, right? We just say, yeah, nah, nah, it ain't no issue. You're just too sensitive or that doesn't happen to everybody or that's not a thing. My privilege, white privilege, the, 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 your, your, your plight, your oppression is not real until it gets real. I don't know. That's just, <laughs> I don't know. Finding an opportunity to get to the root cause is a key, is a, is a good leadership quality trait that we need to be embodying collectively. Get to the root cause, get to common ground, find solutions that work better for everyone. Make sure voices are included, make sure the right people are in the room to have those voices included and be able to step up and have the accountability to nip things in the bud if it gets, when you notice it gets off the rails. But you have to have the ability to know the, the, the steps in which things will get, would get crazy and then have the boldness and authority to step in front of that, stop the line and say, yo, we can't continue. Time out. <laughs> we can't continue with this action. We need to change course, change directions or else it's going to get worse. And we, there's people in line. There's people all over the place who are speaking these out. And that's there. People are definitely there in various positions, but people aren't listening, though. Voices is continuing not to be heard, though. 
So that's the quick rant for that piece. But then one thing I wanted to mention, two things actually, as I sat in today, right? Today was you know another one of those rough days, started a work rough week. Seeing the action that was going on on CNN, Twitter feeds, Instagram, Facebook, all those things. Again, traumatizing. It's hard to watch, but yet continue to watch because it's, it's I don't know, it's, it's the social, psychological thing, right? There is also some good stuff going on with people communicating out, take care of yourself. So I'm going I'm to reiterate that. Take care of yourself, drink some water, go get some workout, get offline, take some deep breaths, what have you. Do those things. That needs to be done. But I thought about this. What would my kids say or think about this period or even about me in this period? And that's not to say that, like, you know, I'm not all high and mighty and all that. But I process, I've, I've always processed, you know, what is the next generation thinking about this time? What would they say? What would they, what, what, what would they think about us during this time? Because I know that happens. I mean, we do that. I do that all the time. I think about, you know, things that happen in history. I'm like, yo, I would have done this differently. Like, if I would known then, if I knew then what I know now, things would have been different. But, I mean, that's the whole point of studying history, right? It's studying our education is be able to recognize, again, the patterns in which these things occur to get to this point and then be able to ha- have the wherewithal and the knowledge to stop doing that moving forward. And, you know, it's up to us to be able to acknowledge that, to be aware of that and do the actions to necessary today, but then teach that and talk to and have create space where that dialogue can occur rather than just let it happen and be like, oh, whatever, it's, it's my life. I'm going to do my thing. So I think about my kids. I think about the, the, my children who are you know, you're, they're way too young to know what's going on, but they, they, they do know my responsibility and my reactions. They do know how my, the, how I, I, like the sense I have to myself. And I can only imagine the next generation who may not necessarily have people to look up to who are intentionally thinking about their character, their integrity, their actions, their words, and following and looking just, you know, just anywhere online and just being like, yo, like, I should respond because this is what I see as a response. So this should be mine too, but not really having a space where it's like, yo, like, no, like let's, let's critically analyze exactly what's going on first before just reacting. Cause that's not okay either. So I'm often processing. What do my kids think? What would the next generation think? And what am I going to do about that? Like how do I engage in that and intervene or help shape the course to say, yo, there's something different here that we could do based upon what we've learned and what we see that piece last thing i'll mention (laughs) two things i'll mention one is our words our characters and our actions matter if we haven't (laughs) if there's anything that we've learned in the last six to seven seven years what we say what we do and how we do it matters the rhetoric in which in the body language that we have and, and how we associate with ourselves matter. And if we aren't able to, to see why that is, <laughs> based on what we saw today, you know, 10 days away from the inauguration of the next, uh, uh, the, the next presidency, we have to be mindful of what we say and what we do and, how, and where that derives from from our hearts and from our values. So again, what we feed into ourselves, what we listen to, how we communicate about, you know, our own self-talk and even the people that we may not know necessarily un- like connect with and agree with, 
what we say about any of that, what we do about that and how we feel about that truly matters because that now will shape just, again, those next steps, those thoughts, those feelings towards, towards them, towards, towards others, towards ourselves. If we are, if we are, if we have hate, we're going to give hate. If we have love, we're going to give love. So consider it in which the, what you're feeding into your soul, what are you feeding into your mind, your heart, your spirit, and be sure that they are aligning truly with compassion and love more than hate and discrimination. Again, history would show that, right? But I get that it might be difficult, again, if you are not in a position or a place where that is constantly being fed to you. So there is some opportunities of self self work that you got to do to put yourself in that environment. But then again, there are some people around us who we need to do our best to go engage with individuals who may not necessarily have that as a part of their environment to foster that environment. So if you don't have it, go seek it. If you have it, go seek it, <laughs> go find those places that's not there. And then foster that build those bridges, build those connections, because we need to be able to have the language in which that our community is thriving through love and compassion. We have to step into that space. Now, the last thing, what are we going to do? What are we going to do now? Do you get it? Do you see it? Do you acknowledge it? Is this real enough for you? What are you going to do? I think this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. At least I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to keep engaging. I'm going to keep crafting the language in which that my heart needs, the posture that I need to have, shaping that with my children, but then also as a leader, shaping that with the folks that I lead at my job, the folks that I lead in the community, the environments that I'm a part of, the presence that I want to bring it to give out, being mindful of what I say and do because of what I say and do matters and and depending on who is listening and watching can take that and see that as feel to either do something right or do something wrong. <laughs> and we have a responsibility in that. None of none, nothing is, is disconnected from what, you know, who we are is not, is not disconnected from what we saw today. We are very much so connected to what's going on at the Capitol, what happened at the Capitol. We're very much connected to what happened uh, four years ago with the inauguration. We're so connected to that. How we think, say, and do has a, a connection to that. But what we think, say, and do about that will shape the next generation, will shape our hearts, will shape how we uh, build community or break down community. I, you know, I, I oh shoot, where's my Bible? <laughs> I read a verse today about the things that God detests, and, and it was in um in Proverbs six because I'm reading I'm reading the Proverb today, and in Proverbs six, and one of the things talked about the shedding of innocent blood. Like God detests that. God doesn't like to have innocent blood shed. I mean, he doesn't like violence in general. And so, let me look that up. And your boy said. Yes, so the six things that the Lord hates, sevens are, are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, hatey eyes, <laughs> a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that, dis that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Six things that God detests, 
seven um seven of them he hates like he, he just don't like those things if we recognize the things that god hates yet we live that out in our communities what does that say about our hearts and minds sure we are faulty human beings sure we are not perfect but there are actions and things that we could take to be intentional about building the community that we are in and if we recognize that violence looting demeaning hurting talking about folks <laughs> having implicit bias all the things are detriment to the building up and the and building safe communities and safe people in our communities then we got some work to do to change that we got some work to do so who are you leaning with who are you leaning on who how are you what are you feeding into your soul who are you leaning on to help shape that for you are we doing the work to find a root cause that is allowing that that makes these things happen are we doing the steps it takes to stop that from occurring in the future and are we bold enough to take action and hold each other accountable so that things don't go haywire the next time what are you gonna do i'm gonna keep learning i'm gonna keep engaging i'm gonna keep finding ways to uh to shape the, the culture within my household and within the community and i'm gonna continue to share that we are we all have the capabilities to love and to serve in this way so <laughs> log off <laughs> i'm gonna log off i'm gonna think about this more i'm gonna do some action though take care of yourselves and let's do better let's do better as a community let's condemn the things that we need to condemn but let's build each other up in a way that continues to foster thriving safe communities peace